Is it, is it working? It's working. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, okay. There we go. All right, everybody. Well, welcome to the show. This is Turn One Soul Ring. I'm Kevin. Yo, I'm Eric. And I'm Riley. And today on the show, we're starting our Modern Horizons 2 set review. Uh, if you're familiar with our set reviews, then you know that they're not exhaustive. We talk about the cards we're interested in playing with in the various formats that we play. As usual, we'll be going through the cards in Wooburg order, then wrapping things up with the gold, colorless, and land cards from this set. So today we're going to be covering uh, white, blue, and black. But before we get to our first white card, Eric, how can listeners get in touch with us if they have any comments or questions? Uh, you can definitely find us over on Instagram uh, at Turn One Solrin, the podcast. Uh, you can also find us over. Well, you can uh, message us directly via email, uh, Turn One Solrin, the podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we throw everything up onto YouTube, so the best way to find us is to type Turn One Solrin, the podcast. And uh, last but not the least is we have a Patreon page. If you really like what we do patreon.com slash term ring you can go check us out over there got some really cool little tiers uh the names are awesome and yeah that's right uh probably the least is the is email that's uh yeah. s- starting to starting to feel a little, little dated i use a fax machine on a daily basis and that's sort of like the precursor to email and i, I hate <laughs> that thing so let's get to the first white card uh first up we have barbed spike it's one and a white for an equipment when it enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 colorless Thopter artifact creature token with flying, then attach Barbed Spike to it. Equipped creature gets plus 1, plus 0, and the equip cost is 2. Uh, I love this kind of card for decks like Brea and stuff like that. Uh, if you have a way to flicker it, you're making more and more little Thopter tokenies, and it's like one card equals two artifacts, so any artifact combo deck really loves this kind of card. Yeah, and I mean, like, the mana cost is pretty tight, and the uh, the equip cost is pretty tight, so even something like um, uh, like uh, SRAM, Voltron, uh, I'd, give this, uh, I'd give this a test. Nice. Uh, Blacksmith's skill is next. It's one white for an instant. Target permanent gains hexproof and indestructible until end of turn. If it's an artifact creature, it gets plus two, plus two until end of turn yeah i I put this on the list because i thought it was like kind of a nice uh almost like a snakeskin veil or um what are some other ones uh oh uh, oh my goodness like blossoming defense (laughs) yeah yeah that that kind of effect and of course like white has other ways of uh providing like cheap protection spells like ones that grant protection specifically um yeah or like or like blink like a cloud shift type mm -hmm. of effect yeah, but it's nice that this yeah. one gives hexproof and indestructible, so it can be effective against a targeted removal spell, uh, or even something like a board wipe that maybe hexproof doesn't quite cover you at. So I just like that that little bit of flexibility. Oh yeah, and like a card like heroic intervention does that same thing, those same things, hexproof and indestructible, and that card is pretty ubiquitous For sure. in commander. Yeah. <clears throat> Break Ties is next. It's two and a white for an instant. Choose one, destroy target artifact, destroy target enchantment, or destroy or exile target card from a graveyard. It has reinforced for one. 
And uh, in case you don't know what Reinforce is, you pay one white to discard this card, and you put a 1-1 one, one counter on target creature. I like the art. I think that's uh, Urza and Joyra, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, definitely Urza. I don't know who the other would be. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Joyra is a good guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like the flexibility. Yeah, it's a nice little common. Yeah. Um, being instant speed is nice. Of course, like, free mana is a little bit much, but this thing can do... So many little things that I think it uh, kind of makes up for it. Yeah, I can even see you using like the mm -hmm. reinforce on it in some cases. Yep, yep, for sure. Yeah, and the reinforce is, uh, you know, it's just a little more niche to interact with because it is uh, you know activated mm -hmm. ability. Caprochrome is next. It's three and a white for a 2-2 two -two artifact creature goat. It has flash, vigilance, and devour artifact one. So as this enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice any number of artifacts. This creature enters the battlefield with that many plus one plus one counters on it. It is what it eats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like this card. It's cool. Devour artifact is a, a new ability. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, we've never had... Uh, it's always just been devour just for any kind of creature so yeah. being able to hit just any artifact is pretty cool yeah for sure and having flash oh well, i guess against a vandal blast it doesn't matter if you're gonna flash it in because it's an artifact itself yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know if somebody's going after uh, after some other artifacts of yours you, you could always flash it in and get a little bit of value out of it but even then like i think i think i was more interested in the devour artifact feature because that i think that's a first so the, the card itself, I'm mm -hmm. not particularly excited for it. <laughs> ah, someone attacks you, you flash this in, sack some artifacts, and kill their attacking commander. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream. Constable of the Realm is next. It's four and a white for a 3-3 three, three giant soldier with renowned two. And whenever one or more 1-1 one, one counters are put on Constable of the Realm, exile up to one other target non-land permanent until Constable of the Realm leaves the battlefield. What a weird card. <laughs> Super weird, but also, like, if you have a way to just regularly put plus one, plus one counters on your stuff, uh, this is a pretty good creature to just have out on the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, easy to splash, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Esper Sentinel is next. It's one white for a 1-1 one, one artifact creature human soldier. Whenever an opponent casts their first non-creature spell each turn, draw a card unless that player pays X, where X is Esper Sentinel's power. You gonna pay one? Boy, this... Yeah, <laughs> this sounds like <laughs> a blue card. <laughs> At least it's not whenever an opponent casts a non-creature spell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it is just the, just first, the first spell. Just the first. Yeah. yeah. So... so. I mean, nice value there, though, but, especially in the early game. If you can put this down on turn one and just mm -hmm. value off of everybody's ramp spells. Exactly, yeah. Or if, you know, your opponents get into a um, counter spell or, or removal uh, fight, um, you know, you're still going to get card draw off that. So mm -hmm. that's nice. Unless they pay, of course. They got to pay. Uh, Healer's Flock is next. It's triple white for a 3-3 bird, and it has flying and lifelink. And this is one of those <laughs> Llanowar tribe type cards. Yeah. Where it's, th where it's three, um, what is it? It's three Healer's Hawks. Stapled together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why it's a Healer's Flock. Yeah. <laughs> flock of Hawks. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, just three stapled together. There you go. <laughs> A sight of a flock overhead is bittersweet. It means many are wounded, but it also means help is on the way. 
it's, I mean, my only nitpick with this card is that a card like Llanowar Tribe is three Llanowar Elves, so it taps for three green mana, and it's a 3-3, three, three, and it costs three green. This is three of those uh, Healer's Hawk, but it still just has Flying and Lifelink. Like, you couldn't have given it, like, you couldn't have, I, I mean, I know you can't triple up Flying and Lifelink, but <laughs> you couldn't have done something to make it a little bit more in line with Llanowar Tribe, because Llanowar Tribe is a really good card. Well, I mean, it like, you could technically have triple flying and triple lifelink, but they would just cancel yeah. each other out. <laughs> like, it would just be flying and lifelink at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe give a double strike or something. I don't think that's too much. That, that wow, would be crazy. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three mana, three, three, double strike, flying lifelink. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's a house. It hits, it hits hard. It hits hard. <laughs> Next up, we have Late to Dinner. It's three and a white for a sorcery. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Create a food token. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to see, it's great. It's nice to see some reanimation spells come back to white. So, Especially a common. Yeah. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for the mana cost and this card being common, like that's pretty good because it does put it back to the battlefield. So, Yeah, there's some pretty spicy, um, some pretty spicy big white threats you could uh, get back out of the graveyard with this. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Nykthos Paragon is next. It's four white-white for a 4-6 enchantment creature, human soldier. Whenever you gain life, you may put that many 1-1 counters on each creature you control. Do this only once each turn. It's counters on all your creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you like gaining life and you like counters, like this is a nice payoff. It was a huge payoff. <laughs> this will get you there. Yeah, those uh, those life gain decks that want it. Uh, don't think it's going to see modern play. No, but, uh, no, no. Yeah, no. Good, great, great commander card. Yeah, exactly. Out of Time is next. It's one white-white for an enchantment. When Out of Time enters the battlefield, untap all creatures, then phase them out until Out of Time leaves the battlefield. Put a time counter on Out of Time for each creature phased out this way, and it has vanishing. So at the beginning of your upkeep, remove a time counter from this enchantment. When the last is removed, sacrifice it. Yeah, I think this card is really cool. It's almost like a uh, like a wrath that just puts delay counters on everything, you know? Yeah, and like so if we're playing this in a game of Commander, to, if there's like six or seven creatures out there it's pretty much a wrath because those creatures are coming back for a long time mm-hmm. unless you have enchantment removal yeah yeah let's hope the game is over in seven <laughs> turns because that's that's a long that's a long game or it's not seven turns like it's seven rotations that's 28 turns in a four-player pod Yeesh. yeah so like yeah i mean turn seven everyone gets a turn seven no no but it's at the beginning so it's so if 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 it's if it's like seven turns like it's if it's seven rotations so the collective amount of turns would be 28 turns because each player takes a turn in that in that in those seven rotations but the the that the it's because it's just your upkeeps it's going to take seven of your upkeeps but everybody else gets a turn in in that go around so it's actually like 28 a lot of game yeah but like when you when you're (laughs) when you're counting turns though it's still like like turn four everyone gets a turn four so like yeah, I, I know what I know what Kevin's saying though. Okay. I'm just saying it's I'm just saying it's a long I'm just saying it's a long time. <laughs> it's, a long, it's a long time. Yeah, I'm just saying it's a long time. <laughs> yeah, and of course if, if you can manipulate the counters too, you can always delay it even further. Um, but of course, yeah, it is 
it is a little bit easier to interact with from your opponent's perspective because it's a wrath that sticks around that you could potentially reverse at a later date. It's cool and unique. And like it could even I could see the possibility of this being played in modern for control decks. Because if you have some crazy like aggro deck, the difference between turn three and turn four uh, is can be very big, and this can delay mm-hmm. that until you can cast one of your wraths. So I think it's a pretty pretty good card. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Resurgent belief is next. It's uh, from this cycle of suspend cards. So um, it has suspend two for one and a white. And when it resolves, you return all enchantment cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. So it's a kind of uh, pseudo-replenish. It does the same thing as replenish. Yep. Yeah, that's, like, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> having having a replenish and then, you know, being able to do shenanigans with, like, Cascade and As Foretold and stuff like that uh, is great with this kind of card as well. Yeah, obviously it carries a little bit more risk given that, you know, it's easy to see it coming from your opponent's perspective so they could probably interact with your graveyard between now and then but uh, it's nice to have access to another kind of replenish effect mm-hmm. yeah sanctifier on vec is next it's two white for a 2-2 human cleric it has protection from black and red and when it enters the battlefield exile all, all cards that are black or red from all graveyards and if a black or red permanent spell if Excuse me. If a black or red permanent spell or card not on the battlefield would be put into a graveyard, exile it instead. Some Rakdos hate. Oh yeah, this card is dope. Like even in Commander, like I would, I would definitely run this in my Miri Weatherlight Duelist deck, just like as a nice kind of value creature. Um, Just because, like, I mean, the amount of black and red spells in graveyards and people playing black and red cards, like, it's gonna be enough that you're probably gonna get some value out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a solid two mana two two. Yeah, because it is like an infinite blocker against any kind of black or red threat as well. So protection is a very strong mechanic. Oh yeah, it is. It's a little too complicated for me though. <laughs> <laughs> search, search the premises is next. It's three and a white for an enchantment. Whenever a creature attacks you or a planeswalker you control, investigate. This is a cool card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love investigate. Clues are, yeah. Clues are fun. Clues are great. Uh, why, why wouldn't you want to run this card? You just get uh, you get value. Yeah, and it's just you know it's 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 just another one of these cards in white that that's deterring, attacking or trying to deter deterred attacking and um, you know it's doing it in a little bit more of a fun way. It's like you can attack me, but I'm gonna get to draw cards down the road. It's a lot more fun than like you know uh, sphere of safety, especially in in, in an enchantment deck yeah. that card is like the ultimate unfun pillow fort card um, <laughs> yeah so this is this is a really nice spin on on that uh strategy because i really like that strategy i utilize that strategy a fair bit whether i'm playing white or blue and um i think i'll enjoy playing with this card when the time comes yep sure sarah's emissary is next it's four triple white for a seven seven angel with flying as it enters the battlefield, choose a card type. You and creatures you control have protection from the chosen card type. Whew. Does a lot. Yeah. You know, just name <laughs> pretty just wild. Name creature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a very good choice right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's usually what does the job. <clears throat> I mean, it's a, a nice reanimation target, especially for 
like an upcoming card in black like persist like i'd be happy mm -hmm. uh bringing this back from the graveyard late to dinner Definitely. yeah late late to, late to dinner, to dinner well. works yeah. <laughs> solitary confinement is next uh this is a uh new to modern reprint yeah it's two and a white for an enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep sacrifice solitary confinement unless you discard a card you skip your draw step you have shroud and prevent all damage that would be dealt to you yeah really nice reprints and this is a classic for Enchantress. Um, just like mm -hmm. if you have an engine going, it's really nice to drop a solitary confinement and just <laughs> solidify your pillow fort. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely. I also like that. I really love the um, the watermark. They brought back the watermark thing oh, with yeah. this set. I think the last time we saw this was uh, Masters 25. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, so for these new to modern reprints, in the text box, they have the, the watermark. That's the set symbol of the set that they were originally printed in. So that's uh, it's always a nice touch. Mm -hmm. And the, the um, there's this card and then a couple other we'll, we'll talk about later. But it, it, it feels like we're getting those cards from Legacy that make the enchantment deck. And it's like Enchant Enchantress could be like a, a stronger archetype in modern going forwards. So it's, mm -hmm. I'm really interested to see uh, what that could possibly do for uh that deck mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah and i think like resurgent belief um is is potentially going to be in that build if 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 something does materialize mm -hmm. <clears throat> so solitude is next it's three white white for a three two elemental incarnation it has flash lifelink when it enters the battlefield exile up to one target creature that creature's controller gains life equal to its power and it has evoke and you exile a white card from your hand. Uh, so this is also part of a cycle. Um, and um, what is uh, what is evoke again? Because one of you refreshed my memory. Yeah, so basically you can cast it for its evoke cost, but you have to sacrifice it as soon as it enters the battlefield. So, mm, so yes. you'll get the enter the battlefield trigger, but you'll also have a sacrifice trigger. So you can stack it however way you want. So there's definitely opportunities in there to blink it. Uh, between having to sacrifice it and uh, and then once it comes back after you've done blinking it then it won't be evoked so it sticks around right yeah it's a pretty it's, it's pretty sweet ability mm -hmm. and this is just uh you know like a swords to plowshares on a stick so that's nice yeah exactly i think i think it's fantastic however way you spin it like early in the game if you really need to flash it in you can use that ability in a pinch uh which is something awesome about the cycle in general i think only the black one you can't flash in it doesn't have flash uh no uh, uh, but the, the red one doesn't have flash oh, okay. the black one has the black one also doesn't have flash but it has menace yeah yeah um yeah. but yeah like this this evocability mixed with the fact that it i mean it's a three two lifelink for five that exiles a creature like that's not the end of the world either and if you're running a blink deck in commander like this is going to be an awesome form of removal, uh, you know. Just thinking about an interaction that I just described with evoke, or even just casting it for its mana cost later in the game, and then just using it for value from there on out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, free spells are always very strong, and uh, it's especially in like the modern format where things are quite quick. Um, so we could definitely see. A couple of these cards maybe show up. Like, this is one of them that's at that power level. Because mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. again, especially if you are a deck that's built around being able to keep it around from the evoke cost, 
and blinking it right away, that means you're getting its ETB uh, effect twice. So you're going to mm, remove yeah. two things. And, like, that's 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 good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. it's pretty... Talk talk about talk about some feel bads. <laughs> <laughs> Our last white card today is Timeless Dragon. It's three white white for a five five dragon with flying. It has plane cycling for two, and it has eternalize for two and two white. And in case you forgot, uh, eternalize is exile this card from your graveyard, create a token that's a copy of it, except it's a four four black zombie dragon with no mana cost. Eternalize only as a sorcery. Yeah, so to take on Eternal Dragon. <laughs> they basically gave Eternal Dragon Eternalize. So. Yeah, I mean it, it makes it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know. the mechanic the mechanic didn't exist uh, way back when. Whatever set that was was it Judgment? Um, but you know it, it's 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 pretty appropriate. Yeah. these days I like it though. Yeah, I just like getting a planes and then getting a you know a four four flying dragon out of the deal afterwards pretty solid right like a lot of the ones that have some sort of like cycling with lands you don't get to eternalize it after this one rewards you for just like hey i need some mana and then we're still gonna get the creature yeah and i'm sure kevin appreciates the fact that you can get any planes i do i didn't uh yeah i didn't want to say anything but uh home run i think this card's definitely not going to create feel bads it seems like a a very fair well-rounded card yeah Okay, moving on to blue. Our first card here is a new to reprint modern, or new to modern reprint, excuse me. It's Counterspell. <laughs> and Counterspell is two blue for an instant counter target spell. Just straight up counter it. Get rid of it. It's about time. It's about time. It is about time. Because I, I know, like, when this was first around, they didn't want to print it in because it felt too powerful. But then just with, like, how we've how magic has been going and how much more powerful like modern is getting i really think it's fine to have counterspell in modern and it's not like this card is gonna like break things or like make new decks or be totally revolutionary but it's still just gonna be a really good piece to have yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i don't yeah and and you know it hasn't been in modern for the longest time because they didn't want to print it into standard and i mean i don't think they should print it into standard maybe they you know what i should really shouldn't speak to standard but um <laughs> you know we have things like uh force of negation which is a free counter spell and I, and I think seeing how that didn't ruin the format i think that's a good indication of what counter spell is going to be like in the format so i'm yeah. really not too worried about it Okay, Dress Down is next. It's one in a blue for enchantment. It has flash. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card. Creatures lose all abilities. And at the beginning of the end step, sacrifice Dress Down. This is pretty fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like a card like Sudden Spoiling, one of my favorite um, removal spells, uh, one of my favorite split-second cards, has this... um, has this sort of ability where creatures lose all abilities. And um, I think it's a little underrated that, that kind of effect. Yeah. I could definitely picture a scenario where somebody's doing like a big alpha strike against somebody. It could be yourself. It could be somebody else from across the table and you just like throw this down to mess up their combat entirely. <laughs> <laughs> and it can trips, right? So at the end of the day, like yeah. spending one in a blue to get a new card and mess up somebody's combat so i I think it could be a lot of fun yeah yeah sure and then it it also works against like um uh like if someone's running like an avacyn or something like that you're able to wrap the board playing Mm. a dress down so yeah it's a good point 
Inevitable Betrayal is next. This is our blue suspend card. It's uh, suspend three for one blue blue. And when it resolves, search target opponent's library for a creature card and put that card onto the battlefield under your control. Then that player shuffles. So <clears throat> when they first started spoiling these, I think the first, uh, I can't remember which one, the first one I saw, maybe it was the green one. But um, I was like, are they gonna give us a blue one? Because like we already have a blue one in, in Ancestral Vision. And then, you know, an Ancestral Vision is a, is, a, uh, is a pretty good card. And then they gave us this. And this is a, this is, this card's fine. It's, uh, it's more situational. I think this is going to end up being more of a, a sideboard card, at least in uh, modern. But, uh, you know, it, I, I sort of feel like they didn't give us a really good blue card because Ancestral Vision already existed and they didn't want to have two really good suspend cards in the format. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody's favorite card, bribery. So, coming into modern. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and like I don't know if if you do build your deck around like being able to like cascade into free spells and stuff, this can be like some good extra value just in there because if you're yeah. in modern, like most decks do have some sort of banger creature. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think this will definitely see play in commander but you know there too um it's uh, cards cards like this are a gamble it should have been each opponent's library it should have <laughs> been you're right <laughs> it should have been um but yeah it, you know it's this is uh this is always a cool effect in theory but um you know i find myself after you know playing more and more especially commander and you know just magic in general and putting a lot more value on the group's experience, whether that's you know the you know the uh, a, a commander pod or whether it's just you know me and an opponent at a at a you know at Thursday night modern, um, and so I just tend to to shy away from cards like this. Yeah. Um, and the other part is that, you know, I sort of I would rather rely on my own deck and you know knowing what's in my deck than being like, well, there might be something good. That's why I think this card. In if it's not in in this those cascade decks that you can cascade into it, then um, I think it's going to be a sideboard card if it's uh, if it sees play at all in modern. Mm -hmm. So junk winder is next. It's five blue blue for a five six serpent. It has affinity for tokens, and whenever a token enters the battlefield under your control, tap target non land permanent and opponent controls. It doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's good it's a good card but that's just like it's so easy to make tokens yeah <laughs> yeah that's, like that's again like again affinity for tokens is new mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this kind of reminds me of like yeah. uh what is it tide spout tyrant does that sound mm. does that sound right yeah that's right um, yeah and i mean i think that one triggers whenever you cast a spell you can balance something to its owner's hand right yeah, and that and like that card's pretty devastating, but it does. Yeah. It's five. It's five triple blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the affinities for tokens, like if you're running in a token deck, <laughs> assuming you can keep creating tokens, like this could potentially be blue blue for a five six. Yeah. That like keeps everything yeah. tapped down. A lot of the time, it will be. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like in a token deck, this is definitely a, a card to not forget about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great little uncommon. And I like how they have the squirrels in the art. <laughs> like, if you keep looking, you'll keep finding more. 
Fractured Sanity is next. It's triple blue for a sorcery. Each opponent mills 14 cards. It has cycling for one and a blue. And when you cycle Fractured Sanity, each opponent mills four cards. We all love cycling, and we all love when you can cycle a card and it has a little bit of a less powerful effect than what the card would do if you hardcast it. And, uh, you know, even though... <clears throat> I don't play uh, mill in uh, modern. That's not because I don't I don't enjoy the play style. Um, but I, this is a this is a great card. This, I think this will this is a great card for a commander and uh, and and more so for modern. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like the, the mill deck is actually a real thing in modern, and fourteen cards is huge. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. It almost makes you want to put my old mill deck back together. <laughs> <laughs> Merktide Regent is next. It's five blue blue for a three three dragon with delve, and it has flying. And when it enters the battlefield, or it enters the battlefield with a one one counter on it for each instant and sorcery card exiled with it. Whenever an instant or sorcery card leaves your graveyard, put a one one counter on Merktide Regent. This card is wicked. Um, <laughs> I, I really see it because like. Um, We've really had blue red. Uh, I can't remember what they call it, but in modern, like prowess? really pop up a lot. Yeah, prowess. There's like a. Well, and it <sighs> was like b before they banned uh, faithless looting. Um, like Ar Arclight Phoenix was the. Yeah. Was the was the big is it deck for a while? Yeah. Uh, oh, blitz is what the what the deck is called. Mm. And so okay. um, this really feels like it can fit into something like that because if you're casting a bunch of instant sorceries, you're like oh two blue for a six six flyer like that seems like a pretty strong card <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway, uh, and i i think the last time we saw anything that um that had delve but like that you got a little bit of a bonus from delving cards away um was in there's like a couple commander sets ago yeah, maybe it was just this past one it was like a whale yeah, or something. ethereal forager yes yeah <laughs> yeah, so that one's seeing play in Legacy, and it's actually pretty expensive oh, really? now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll search it up. Uh, yeah, so definitely like this one. This is this is a card to keep your eyes on. Uh, I definitely think it'll pop up in Modern, and I guess Legacy as well because we got the whale in there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Commander twenty twenty. It's uh, four blue blue. Elemental Whale, 3-3 three, three with Delve, Flying, and when it attacks, you can return an instant or sorcery card with Exiled, or Exiled with Ethereal Forager to its owner's hand. And it looks like it's, oh, around, right. it's around 550 US. Ooh. 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 Uh, next up, we have Mystic Redaction. It's two and a blue for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, scry one, and whenever you discard a card, each opponent mills two cards opponent like get millions it's like a little bit it's kind of like a better version of uh teferi's tutelage because you get that repeated scry effect mm -hmm. yeah I, I like the whole theme like there's a, definitely a theme in in modern horizons 2 where you get value from discarding your own cards um so that would be an interesting theme to explore in commander is just like a self-discard deck yeah mm-hmm 
Yeah, like if you draw your deck and then discard it, like everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like um, what is it? Beyond the infinite or something like that? Yeah, enter that's the, the enter that the infinite. Enter the enter yeah. the infinite. So just enter the infinite and then just discard your hand to some sort of ability on the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, enter the infinite's a great card for like winning the game or setting up some kind of combo because you draw your whole deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great card. Especially if you can cast it for free. Whew, great stuff. <laughs> great stuff. Uh, Phantasmal Dreadmaw is next. It's two blue-blue for a 6-6 six, six Trample, 6-6 uh, six, six Dinosaur Illusion with Trample, and when it becomes the target of a spell or ability, sacrifice it. So this is a nod to Colossal Dreadmaw, I believe. <laughs> Yeah, they keep doing it. They keep printing <laughs> yeah, it's, it. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good card. It's a great meme. I just put it here for the memes. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I love it. And I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that Watsy's still delivering on the memes. You know, it's not all just um, it's not all just making making the monies. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, was, it's yeah. a business. <laughs> <laughs> Rise and shine is next. It's one and a blue for a sorcery. Target non-creature artifact you control becomes a 0-0 artifact creature. Put four 1-1 counters on each artifact that became a creature this way, and it has overload for four blue-blue. So you change the text by replacing all instances of target with each. So each non-creature artifact you control becomes a 0-0 artifact creature. Yeah, this is like a pretty cool way to finish a game of Commander if you have a bunch of treasure tokens or clue tokens or food tokens. You have them sitting around, and you can overload this. Just swing for the fences. Yeah, Alpha Strike, baby. Yeah. Boom. Kind of reminds me of Insol Artifact. Yeah, Insol Artifact on a grand scale. Mm-hmm. Are there any Beta Strikes? Any what? Is it only Alpha? <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. Uh. Yeah, that, that's when the Alpha Strike fails, and you got to go in a second time. Yeah. <laughs> Rishidan Dockhand is next. It's one blue for a 1-2 Merfolk with Island Walk, and you can pay one to tap it to tap target land. G- great Rishidan port callback. Hell yeah. It's Merfolk. And it's a one-mana 1-2. One it's great. It's basically, yeah. Rishidan port callback. <laughs> and it's basically unblockable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Just get those spreading seas in there, or um, yeah. There's that other, is that other merfolk that I think we're gonna talk about. We will. Um, that that's a that's a pretty cool card. I'm a little bit more excited about that one, but this is uh, some pretty cool merfolks in this sec set in general. Mm-hmm. Seal of removal is next. It's one blue for an enchantment, and you can sacrifice it to return target creature to its owner's hand. Kept the original art. I'm not so sure I would have done that. <laughs> why not <laughs> uh it's it's fine it's just it's fine. you know this this whole this whole cycle i mean i'm not i wouldn't i'm not sure so sure i would have kept the original art <laughs> it's fine but yeah this is uh this is like foretold before foretold existed so obviously your opponent can more see this coming but uh mm-hmm. that's being yeah, able that's to really yeah good, good like one blue being able to you know put some in the opponent's hand is good stuff Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let it sit there and and uh, and wait. Keep them guessing. Wait. Keep yeah, them guessing. make them like... make them look at it. They're like, okay, well, what is, you know, what am I gonna do? Here? <laughs> when is he, when is he gonna use it? This turn? Next turn? 
Yeah, don't use cards like this on me. I hate suspense. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather really? I'd rather have it I'd rather have it foretold because then I'm like it could be anything. It could be a boat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Steelfin Whale is next. It's five and a blue for a 3-4 whale. It has affinity for artifacts. And whenever an artifact enters the battlefield under your control, untap Steelfin Whale. So obviously whenever we see these cards that get untapped for some reason, uh, it just has like, it's another piece for those combo potential decks that need something that they can throw an enchantment on and tap it and then it just gets untapped through other ways. So mm-hmm. oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like a yeah. helix combo. <clears throat> Yeah. Step through is next. It's three blue blue for sorcery. Return two target creatures to their owner's hands, and it has a wizard cycling for two. So you discard it, and then you search your library for any wizard card. You reveal it, and, uh, you know, shuffle. Definitely good for wizard decks. Oh, yeah. I like the wizard cycling part, but I don't... It's a, why is it why does it bounce two creatures at sorcery speed? That's weird. Uh, well, for five I mana, mean, that's just gravy. Like, when are you ever going to use that? I think this is just a, a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a like uncounterable wizard tutor. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely no. Like, like, like Vidalk and Aether Mage. Like, I don't think I've ever hard casted that. Card. Exactly, it's always for the wizard cycling. Exactly, yeah, you're right. You're right. And and isn't yeah. that? I just think it's cycling, a strange choice. Isn't that wizard cycling like three mana? Uh. Yeah, I think so. It's definitely not two. So there you go. Because I, when I have to do it, I'm like, oh, yeah. But it, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should swap it if I don't really hard cast it. It's some, I have one in my Azami deck, and um, I mean, you, could, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna say that you can play it and then tap it if a zombie's on the battlefield to draw a card. But I, I always use it as a tutor, so this probably would be a better, uh, this would be a better card yeah. if that's what I'm using it for strictly. Yeah, or I mean, you can run it in addition to just to have some redundancy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Subtlety is next. It's two blue blue for a three three elemental incarnation. It has flash and flying, and when it enters the battlefield, choose up to one target creature spell or planeswalker spell. Its owner puts it on the top or bottom of their library, and it has evoke, exile a blue card from your hand. Spells like this are always tricky in terms of um you know this type of effect that like removes a spell on the stack mm-hmm. without countering it they're they're you know they're they're not super ubiquitous and uh i kind of like that like I, I i like a nice unsubstantiate or like a um uh, a vents a force of memory lapse <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah then also like the added like i love cards like this that put a card like if your opponent they really want that card they're going to put on the top but then they've basically just like lost a whole turn mm-hmm. from like casting that spell yeah and drawing it right yeah that feels really bad yeah i think yeah. i think unless that spell is critical to your game plan you're probably going to want to put it on the bottom of your library just to yeah not get locked out but either way like yeah. <clears throat> if i'm casting this on somebody's spell and they're putting it on the top or the bottom like i think i'm pretty happy uh, with yeah, whichever like with whatever happens. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I didn't want to see that thing. Now I'm not because it's on the bottom. Or it's like, oh, now they've lost a whole turn if they put it on top. Yeah. Suspend is next. It's one blue for an instant. Exile target creature and put two time counters on it. If it doesn't have suspend, it gains suspend. Uh, it sort of makes me think of uh, delay, mm-hmm. which is like a counter spell. But instead of strictly countering the spell... You put uh, three time counters on it, and, and if it doesn't have suspend, it gains suspend. 
Uh, and that's a fantastic one in a blue counter spell. So I, I think this card is super solid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. This will be a lot of fun to tinker around with. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I also never get tired of people complaining <laughs> about, you know, when blue gets a new, like, good removal spell. You know, it's like we, with um, uh, Strixhaven, we got that blue removal spell that can that can exile artifacts. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm just like, I guess I'm not that... Uh, um, Bent out of shape. You know, when it comes to the... <laughs> Yeah, when it comes to the color prime, just like, eh, you know, th- they know what they're doing. Well, <laughs> I hope so. This card also doesn't, like, <laughs> this card doesn't just straight remove it, though. It will be coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I can see those yeah. people not having as much of an issue with this card. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Thought Monitor is next. It's six and a blue for a 2 2 artifact creature construct. It has affinity for artifacts and flying. And when it enters the battlefield, draw two cards. I'll draw two for one blue. Yes, this card looks fantastic. Yeah. Probably because it looks a lot like Mull Drifter, but like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, obviously for affinity decks. So I'm I'm happy with that. Like, if I've got a few artifacts on the battlefield and this costs like four or five mana, like, I'll be happy playing it. Yeah, I'm with you. Tide Shaper is next. It's one blue for a one one. Uh, Merfolk Wizard. It has Kicker one. And when it enters the battlefield, if it was kicked, target land becomes an island for as long as Tide Shaper remains on the battlefield. And Tide Shaper gets plus one, plus one, as long as an opponent controls an island. So, you know, most of the time you're going to want this to be a, a 2-2. Yeah, it's <clears> like, <throat> I think this is a great Merfolk for, Mer- for Merfolk. I don't play Merfolk, but like, it's a 1-1 one, one for one that is a Merfolk on turn one. And then any mm-hmm. turn after that, it's going to be a 2-2. Two, two. And it's basically doing the job that spreading seas would do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And giving you another threat along the way. Yeah. yeah. So feels pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Great little uncommon. Upheaval is next. It's four blue, blue for sorcery. Return all permanents to their owner's hands. So this is banned in commander and for good reason. <laughs> and, um, but what do you guys think about this in modern? Do you think there's enough fast mana to make this work? I don't think it would... Eh. It's it's hard to say what's going to happen with this card. I'm interested to see if people are going to try playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw yeah, I saw a screenshot too. of, of uh, Seth from MTG Goldfish playing it. Yeah. <laughs> with, like, a green-based deck with, like, Arbor Elf and Birds of Paradise. And uh, <laughs> it seemed to do some work just based on the clip I saw. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. We'll see how, like, competitive it is overall, but... Yeah, but at least it can do some stuff. You mm-hmm. can have some fun. Well, yeah, one one of you can have some fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our last blue card today is the Dalkin Infiltrator. It's an Edward Scissorhands thing going on. Yeah. It's one and a blue for a 1-3 Vidalcan Rogue. It can't be blocked, and it has Metalcraft. So if you control three or more artifacts, it gets plus one plus O. Oh. That's it. So it's a it's a two three if you have Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, two three unblockable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like he can just like unlock doors, so he's always getting through. Yeah. It, yes. The art makes yeah. me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might have to get an altar on this one. Look, look at that smile. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty. It's a face only a mother could be. love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got a very Voldemort thing going on. 
Moving on to black, our first card is Archfiend of Sorrows. It's five black black for a four five demon with flying. When it enters the battlefield, creatures your opponents control get minus two minus two until end of turn. And it has unearthed for three black black. So that's return this card from your graveyard to the battlefield. It gains haste, exile it at the beginning of the next end step, or if it would leave the battlefield, unearth only as a sorcery. Yeah, like uh, obviously this reminds me of Massacre Worm. Massacre Worm does a lot of damage to your opponents, which obviously makes that card a little bit better. But uh, being able to just like recur this, like dump it in the graveyard, recur it for five, and you're giving everything minus two, minus two is uh, pretty gravy. Archon of Cruelty is next. It's six black black for a six six flying Archon. Whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, target opponent sacrifices a creature or planeswalker, discards a card, and loses three life. You draw a card and gain three life. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Good reanimation target. Yes, exactly. Yeah, this thing is a, a bit of a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think, is that like the bolus horns in the background? It looks, uh, I don't know if that's what they were going for, but it looks, I, I, I noticed that as well. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's yeah. like bolus horns mixed with like Zendikar hedrons. It's <laughs> kind of what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> Break the Ice is next. It's black black for a sorcery. Destroy target land that is snow or could produce colorless mana. And it has overload for four black black. Land <clears throat> destruction's fun. For two mana, definitely. <laughs> well, I mean it definitely it yeah. definitely you know, challenges the argument of like why why not run snow covered basics? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, now right. We have another hate piece at our disposal. Definitely. Someone will just wipe your whole <laughs> mana base. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I don't even think they need to, right? Like, I don't even think, in most cases, I don't know how many of these you're going to run in a deck, and I really don't know what deck you're going to run these in in the modern format, but, you know, you're probably not even going to need to get to that overload point because if you're just sniping a few lands, like, that that might be enough to do the job, especially against Tron, you know, like, losing a couple of Tron pieces. You can kind of eke your way back to a, a win or at least an interactive game, but... Sometimes, you know, you just you kept a bad hand. You didn't know they had break the ice. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, uh, <clears throat> two, two mana to destroy a land is a uh, really good value. Because we yeah. see a lot oh, of it's, red it's huge. is three mana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, The I mean, my only complaint is that it's not common. Because I would love to run this in mono black land destruction in Popper. There oh, you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clattering Augur is next. It's one and a black for a 1-1 one, one skeleton shaman. It can't block. And whenever it enters the battlefield, you draw a card and you lose one life, and you can pay two and two black to return it from your graveyard to your hand. I, I love any Definitely. any one one that can draw me a card when it enters. <laughs> yeah, it's like a better Dusk Legion Zealot. This is a fantastic card. <laughs> well, it can't block, so. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not blocking with my Dusk Legion Zealot anyway. I'm like sacrificing it, recurring it, so I can. Um, That's fair. But uh, hear me. Get the hear card me draw. out block with dusk legion zealot then sacrifice it <laughs> yeah i do, do i do that too i'm telling you i'm not uh, to, be fair, good. to be fair you're right you're right <laughs> uh dam is next it's black black for sorcery destroy target creature a creature destroyed this way can't be regenerated and it has overload for two white white so the overload is uh just wrath of god damn 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where this is going to see play in modern. Obviously, in some kind of control deck, but um, or like you know, if you want to blow up all your creatures and then, well, I was going to say you patriarch's bidding, but if you're going to be doing that kind of thing, just do you know, do like the living death kind of build. Yeah, like Esper control. Yeah. I don't know if <laughs> if that's a thing, but you know, Esper Esper control is not as popular, but still runs around. And this mm-hmm. could make it more popular because I mean, like early game can get rid of something for only two mana, but then you have a wrath later on. Like that's some really nice versatility. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And in commander, this card is just perfect. This is so oh, for such sure. a cool card. Like such a clean design. Yeah. Dothy Voidwalker is next. It's black black for a three two Dothy Rogue with Shadow. And if you don't know what Shadow is. Uh, a creature with shadow can only block or be blocked by creatures that have shadow, and creatures without shadow can't block or be blocked by creatures with shadow. If a card would be put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, instead exile it with a void counter on it, and then you can tap to sacrifice Dothy Voidwalker, choose an exiled card an opponent owns with a void counter on it, you may play it this turn without paying its mana cost. This card is ridiculous, uh, right? This is this is a pretty nutty card, I think. <laughs> it's just absolutely like, absurd. Yeah, so like <laughs> we're we're getting a we're getting a three two for two mana, that's unblockable. Yeah, and then on top of that, it's um a leyline of the void. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's from but, anywhere. It's, it's but then stupid. also on top of the leyline part, <laughs> we can still sacrifice it and cast something for free. Yeah, and it, mm-hmm. it doesn't we'll play something. You can hit lands. It doesn't even exile itself when it does that. So you could like recur it from your graveyard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like, absolutely absurd. <laughs> like this is definitely one of the best rare. Like it's not even a mythic. Like a lot of the times, yeah. really powerful cards are mythics. Like this is a this is a bomb. This is one of the rare. best. Yeah, it's one of the best rares in the set. Yeah. 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 Just think about it. You're just like playing this in modern. It's like, oh, I'm up against Tron. Well, I can probably <laughs> like if, they, if something ends up happening, it's just like, oh yeah, and I'm just gonna cast your Ugin for free. What's yeah. up? <laughs> Echoing return is next. It's one black for a sorcery. Return target creature card and all other cards with the same name as that card from your graveyard to your hand. Just thinking of relentless rats, or like rat colony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like either of those options would be uh, i i was thinking a uh, shadow apostle oh yeah there you go yeah anything that you can cram as many as you want into your deck i think this is a yeah. nice way to refill your hand <laughs> a nice little blue black persistent partitioners deck <laughs> oh, yeah yeah definitely 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 feast of sanity is next it's three and a black for an enchantment whenever you discard a card feast of sanity deals one damage to any target and you gain one life this is again like like Riley was saying with the like value from discarding your own cards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice way just to like shotgun little creatures out of the way. Yeah. Pew pew pew. pew. <laughs> or you could like if you're at that point just to finish somebody off. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it is any target. Grief is next. It's two black black for a 3-2 elemental incarnation. It has menace. And when it enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals their hand. You choose a non-land card from it. 
that player discards that card and it has evoke exile black card from your hand yeah so like turn turn one we're on the play we're gonna evoke grief and look at our opponent's hand and then we're gonna ephemerate the grief and then look at our opponent's hand again <laughs> so we've taken two cards before they've been able to do anything and then ephemerate <laughs> rebounds yeah, the next yeah. turn and we get another one <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's yeah, just that's really <laughs> ridiculous yeah, oh i want to do that <laughs> there you go maybe yeah, maybe orzov I... control is is the way to go yeah maybe yeah because we got dam and the uh this now too yeah we'll have to see like i don't i mean obviously that's you know from a from a players having a good time playing the game like everybody's <laughs> fun level this is a this is a poorly designed card um but i don't think it it'll be you know i don't i don't know if it'll be format warping like, you know i think a lot of us go back to hogak and and think about what that did to the format and i don't know if this card's going to do that or no i i um, think i think overall like thoughtseize is going to be a more consistently strong card um yeah cuz like exiling a black card from your hand that's that's a definite cost like that's not nothing you're basically two for one in yourself and they're spending nothing and you're spending nothing, but like you're down two cards and they're down one. But, uh, I think like this card obviously shines if you're able to blink it, to keep it around. Cause if you're mm-hmm. just doing the evoke, uh, you take a, you take too many of your own cards away to yeah. really do mm-hmm. much. Kitchen imp is next. It's three and a black for a two, two imp with flying and haste. And it has madness for one black. Good madness cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice mm-hmm. to see little yep. madness, madness abilities come around. Yeah, Magus of the Bridge is next. It's triple black for a four-four human wizard. Whenever a non-token creature is put into your graveyard from the battlefield, create a two-two black zombie creature token. And whenever a creature is put into an opponent's graveyard from the battlefield, exile Magus of the Bridge. This is not good, right? So this is- <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, it's not as good as Bridge from no. Below, that's for sure. It's definitely just a callback to Bridge from Below. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, this would be funny if they just printed, like, another Bridge from Below, but it's a creature, so, like, its ability was triggered when it was in the graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would basically be the same card at that point, because it doesn't matter that it's an yeah. enchantment or a creature. But... um yeah, I don't know. I think the strength of Bridge from Below is that you could just discard it and start getting its value from the fact that it was in your graveyard. Yeah, yes. having to having to wait till turn three for this. Yeah, and then having a creature like sure a four four for three, but like having that ability where if an opponent's creature dies, you have to exile this. Like, come on, that's lame. Yeah, because then like, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> cool i have a 4-4 to attack with your opponent's like all right i'll block with my 1-1 and it dies yeah like <laughs> yeah yeah they're, they're chump blocks all of a sudden kill your 4-4 four four. <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah it's it's not it's not good no uh, <laughs> okay patriarch's bidding is next my all-time favorite cards love travel cards it's three black black for sorcery each player chooses a creature type each player returns all creature cards of a type chosen this way from their graveyards to the battlefield. Uh, this card really needed a reprint. Oh, yeah. 
all the way back in uh, Onslaught after Com- Commander 2017 came out. That's when it got really pricey. I love the art too. Yeah, mm-hmm. the art's cool. Yep. Werewolves. Ow. Very nice. The mass, the master werewolf. Ow. <laughs> Persist is next. It's one in a black for sorcery. Return target non-legendary creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield with a minus mo- one minus one counter on it. I, I love this whole theme of cards where they've just basically named the card after the mechanic. Yeah. You know, like suspend, yeah. persist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm surprised it took them this long. <laughs> so, you know, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> so they haven't done it before, you know, on cards like Counterspell. <laughs> um, no, but persist is fantastic. Obviously, I mean, it's limited to non-legendary creatures. But, like, a two-mana reanimation spell is always going to be a fantastic card to have access to. Yeah, it's gas. And, uh, you know, like, <clears throat> normally the way Persist works is, is the creature has Persist, and then when it dies, if it had no minus one, minus one counters on it, it it comes back onto the battlefield. Yeah. Um, and when I first read this card and I read the name, I'm like, okay, this is going to be like Persist. It's going to be like a Cauldron of Souls type effect. Yeah. But no, the creature can just be in the graveyard and you just get it back. Like, it's kind of nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Profane Tutor is next. It's uh, another, it's the Black Suspend card. Suspend two for one and a black. Search your library for a card. Put that card into your hand. Then shuffle your library. I like tutors. Yeah, who doesn't, right? Yeah. This is a, an awesome card. I mean, obviously, on the turn that you need a tutor, well, think of it this way, I guess. Like, when you're tutoring, depending on the situation, you might be able to cast the card right then and there or, like, pull off some sort of combo and use the tutor to fill in the some redundancy for that combo piece. Um, But the nice thing about the suspend, too, is it gives you a little bit more time to help set things up uh, so that, you know, the turn where it comes off suspend and you cast it, you have all your mana available to you. So maybe you can do some spicy things at that point in time. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's a really good card. I love the artwork. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Artwork's yeah. great on this one. Yeah. Love um, it. Super cool to see yeah, and Richard Kane Ferguson come back and do some art for magic. Thank you, Richard Kane Ferguson. <laughs> Do you see the the little image of the girl in the background, the top right corner? Just wave, yeah. wave waving. Yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Torok Dread Cantor is next. It's one in a black for a two one legendary human cleric. It has kicker for two black. It has protection from white. And whenever an opponent discards a card, put a one one counter on Torok. When it enters the battlefield, if it was kicked, target opponent discards two cards at random. Yeah. Ouch. Random. Random. Slap in the face. That's when you can really get them. Everybody's everybody's favorite callback to everybody's favorite card, (laughs) him to Turok. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, being able to just, like, for four mana, like, your opponent discards two, and then this is a four three, like, that's that's good. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Yeah, and it's whenever an opponent discards a card, so... You know, like you could even put it down on turn two and play the game of magic and make them discard cards here and there. And you've got a, a, a decent threat on your hands and something that doesn't get yeah. affected by solitude either. Oh, yeah. I actually um, built a 
a mono black brawl deck with uh, it's like a discard deck. Yeah. And I, I sort of swap commanders between Professor Onyx and uh, what's the black flip guy from Call Time? Oh, the the Not lantern. Yes, Turgrid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, man, like that. I you pl- end up playing some pretty long games with that deck, but like people just like rage quit. Oh yeah, because you make them discard their cards. Yeah, 100%. I don't feel good about it, but like it wins games, so I have to play it. I feel good. About <laughs> it. I mean, lots of things win games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have, I have a mono black discard deck in Brawl with um, one of the Lilianas from I think it was like from Corset twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, and yeah. she has a, uh, I think it's a plus one that makes each player discard a card. So I just run like a bunch of cards that you know, benefit from being discarded, or I can get value out of them from the graveyard, and then uh, right. just, you know, make everybody discard cards and grind them out. Grind them out. That's right. So always a good time. <laughs> uh, second to last here we have unmarked grave it's one in a black for a sorcery search your library for a non-legendary card put that card into your graveyard then shuffle sweet yep nice to have some yeah some level of redundancy with like entomb effects I mean, mm-hmm. entomb, oh for sure yeah entomb's entirely stronger it's an instant for a black man if i can get any card but i'm not going to complain <laughs> No, yeah, there's, there's still lots of uh, targets for this card if you are running that sort of strategy. Yeah, and our last black card, and our last card for this episode, is Vile Entumor. It's two black black for a 2-2 zombie warlock with death touch. When it enters the battlefield, search your library for a card, put that card into your graveyard, then shuffle. I think for a lot of the stuff we just said about Unmarked Grave, kind of... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and you know you can blink this, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about, but of creatures. course, I'll always remember that. Yeah. But what what I was gonna say is we had a card in Strixhaven um, that was four mana that could tap, and I think it like exiled a card, exiled like an instant or sorcery from the graveyard to get something from your library and put it into your graveyard. If I no no ah <laughs> oh, fuck I I, I forget <laughs> it, it had a tap ability. And it, it had a way of getting cards into your graveyard, if I remember correctly. But it's just, like, not that exciting. But whereas mm-hmm. this feels a little bit better, this is, like, a 2-2 Death Touch body, which is a nice blocker. And, yeah, like, reanimation or blink strategies will definitely benefit from being able to just, like, repeatedly get this effect out of this card. So I think mm-hmm. I think it's it's definitely something I would, I would um, explore. Yeah. Uh, seems solid. Auric Lore Mage, two of anything and two black. Tap, search your library for a card, put it into your graveyard, then shuffle. If it's an instant sorcery card, you put a one on counter on Auric. There you go. That's the one. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so, with that, we're going to bring this portion of our set review to a close. We're going to be back next week to talk about some red and green cards as always thank you for listening and uh just take it easy out there until next week yeah thanks for listening everybody and uh i can't wait to try some of these cards in modern we can go back and play modern can't can't wait just gotta get my second dose dose caminos all right (laughs) bye now everybody see ya dos equis 
turn one soul ring.